you, we ask and we say, as we study your word this afternoon, we say, there is precision. We come into much accuracy. We come into a precise understanding of what you have for us. And we say, all that needs to be said in this session is said. And all that needs to be done is done. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's look at, very quickly, walking with God. Walking with God. It is important for us to note that God's work on earth is seen through the activities of men that believed in him and his plan for the whole earth. It's important for us to note that God's work on earth is seen through the activities of men that believed in him and his plan for the whole earth. Now, we'll look through some scriptures in the Old Testament and gradually, probably, if time will permit, see some things in the New. The word worked was first referenced in Genesis 13. Go to Genesis 13, verse 17. We want to do, we're trying to study something. I want to walk you through something. So, open, I hope I have your attentions. Are you sure? Yes. All right. <clears throat> Genesis 13, verse 17. He says, <clears throat> I'm sure many of you, before we read this, I'm sure many of you have been having this issue. What does it mean to walk with God? Walking with God. In fact, and Enoch walked with God. What does it mean? That's what we want to study. So that your walk with God can be proper. Look at in Genesis 13, verse 17. It says, Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, and I will give it unto thee. It says, Arise, walk. That's where the first word. And so God's instruction to Abraham in this text was to walk. It says he should just walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Now, the word walk in the Hebrew, why are we using the Hebrew? Because we are looking at the Old Testament. Now, I've always told us in the Old Testament, the word, uh, in the Old Testament, the word was translated from the Hebrew to the English. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when we look at the New Testament, we'll say the Greek. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So now, what does walk means in the Hebrew? It's from the Hebrew word alak. H-A-L-A-K. 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 And it was employed as an overt verb as the hebrew word lack l-a-k and it implies to go out and into it implies to go out and into let's look at further references of the word alak and what does alak means now it means to walk right and it means to go out right or into look at some references look at genesis 3 8 genesis 3 8 he says, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden. He says, walking. That word walking is from the word alak. Walking in the garden. Look at in Genesis 5 verse 22. Genesis 5 verse 22. He says, and Enoch did what? Walked with God. Walked with God. 
That word work is translated from the Hebrew word alak again. So the application of the word alak therefore means and refers to the leading of God. So when you see alak, it means that God is leading men. So when it says the voice of God was walking in the garden, it means God was leading his people. The leading of God. And it includes direction, a place where an individual goes from one location to another. That is why you saw that Abraham walked from the length and breadth of a place. Let's look at Enoch so that we can properly identify what this walk with God means. Look at Enoch 5 verse 20. 20. Enoch 5, 20 to 32 is a long read. I'll just skip some text here and there. Look at Enoch 5 verse 20 to 32. It says, in the days that Jared was 962 years, Huh? Uh, Genesis 5. <laughs> Not Enoch, oh, sorry. Genesis 5. So, so people say, ah, are you sure it's the same Bible we are reading? <laughs> Genesis 5. Don't mind me. My head is. Uh, hallelujah. See why you should pray for your pastor. That he has utterance and precision and accuracy such that he doesn't miss his words. <laughs> Genesis 5.20. A lot of people read this Genesis and read all this bigot story and just feel like they are wasting space in the scripture. So, and this bigot this. Some of you, when you want to read, you just look at it and skip it and move to the next one. Just say, next. <laughs> you think they are wasting space? I believe as we study the scriptures, you know, one thing we do in our church, we look at the scriptures well. I believe as we study the scriptures properly, as the years progress, I will explain all of these things to you. But I will show you a tip today of this begat so that you can understand something. Is this and in those days, Jared was 962 years and he died because he has to die. And Enoch lived 60 and 5 years and begat Methuselah. In verse 22, Enoch says, and Enoch did what? Walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah, oh, I'm sorry, all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Somebody will say that means he lived every day of the year. No, don't forget, we are using the Gregorian calendar. This is not their own calendar. They are using probably the Hebrew calendar or something in this time. So you cannot say 365 years is equal to 365 days. That's fallacy. So we say, Enoch walked 365 years. It means you can walk with God 365 days. No, that's not the meaning. <laughs> Hallelujah. He now says in verse 24, And Enoch walked with God, and it was not, for God took him. Now, I would love to read more text. Let's, let's look at more text. In verse 25, which we apply to us later, we're coming to this 25 later. And Methuselah lived an hundred and eighty and seven years and begat Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he begat Lamech seven hundred and eighty and two years and begat sons and daughters. And Methuselah were nine hundred and sixty-nine years and he died. And Mamek lived an hundred and eighty and two years and begat son. And he called his name Noah. 
saying, This same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil our land because of the ground which the Lord has caused. Now, now we're going to look at all these causes later. Did the Lord really cause anything? We're going to do a series, maybe next year or this year, on causes. Does, has God ever cost in the scripture? Because a lot of people feel like the reason why women are going through menstrual cycle is because God caused them. No. No, 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 no. We'll look at that. Not today. So observe that similar to Noah's example of working with God, it was evident that the author implied to work with God is to believe the voice of God. To walk with God, according to how the authors explain the walking with God in the Old Testament, is to believe his voice, to believe his covenant. And for some of you who have, who have been studying with us, we, earlier in the year, we looked at let the be light, and we explained his voice, right? We explained what the voice means, right? We explained what walk means in the garden, in the call. I remember if you remember that. We explained all of that. So, walking with God is to believe the voice of God, to believe his covenants, to believe his message, and most importantly, it was evident in his conduct. I'm coming to that soon. Observe the genealogy. We, are coming, we want to look at the genealogy listed above. What are the genealogies? Do you know Enoch was the father of Methuselah? It was there. It says, and Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah. So Enoch gave birth to Methuselah. Observe something, that Methuselah begat Noah's fathers too. Methuselah begat Noah's father, that's Lamech. Are you seeing their generation? Lamech. So now that means, now if, if we want to look at the people that really, that was really prominent in scripture, we can say Enoch, right? We can say Methuselah, we can say Noah, right? Look at the generation. Are you seeing that generation? Look at it, verse 29. And he called his name Noah. He says, And Lamech lived an hundred years ago, and he begat his son, and he called him Noah. So, in other words, the writer was replying to us that Enoch walked with God, and it's evident that he implied that Enoch believed in the message. Enoch believed in the message. Enoch believed in the message and walked with the Spirit. Now, let's see another thing again. Let me shock you with a detail. Who is the father? Look at Genesis 4, verse 17. Genesis 4, 7 to 18. Let's look at somebody. Do you know? Enoch was Cain's son. So I say, eh, really? Yes. In, that's why you see you don't joke with, honestly, you just keep. <laughs> it will look like vapor. Ness? Ness? No. <laughs> Cain, that guy who killed his brother, Abel, he was the father of Enoch. Now, look at it. Look at it. Let's start from verse. If you read, time will fail me to read from verse 7. Enoch 4, Enoch, Genesis 4, verse 7 to 18. You will see Enoch, um, Cain's ordeals. How, he, how the Lord told him this and that and that. Uh, he did not listen. All of those things. But look at Look at Genesis 5. Now, see something. Enoch, now look at in verse 17. Look at that Genesis 4 verse 17. Look at it, look at it. Let's read it together. 
and bear what? So who is the father of Enoch? Yes, you see? Exactly. So now, Enoch has learned from his father's mistake. He has decided to walk with God. Are you seeing something, guys? He has decided to walk with God. If you read in Genesis 5, 22 to 29 too, you will see the same thing. Look at Genesis 7, verse 6. Genesis 7, verse 6. And Noah was 600 years when the flood of the waters was upon the earth. I want to do some messages now quickly. And in, in, look at in verse 11 of that same um, Genesis 7. I want you to follow me very carefully. So if you have been sleeping before, it's time to sleep now. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, the 17th day of the month, of the same day where all the fountains of the great deep broken up and the windows of the heaven were open. Now, doing the records, if you look at the records carefully, it is evident that from the writings that Methuselah lived 187 years. Let me, let me probably put it down for you so that we can do this calculation well. 187 years. This is 187 years. Now, now see something. And he begat Lamech in verse 25. We have read, read that place before. And, and in turn, he lived one. 182 years. Look at it, verse 25. Methuselah lived 187 years. Genesis 5. Go to Genesis 5, 25. Follow me carefully. Genesis 5, 25. And Methuselah lived 187 years. Have you seen that? Now go to 20. Look at, go to, uh, go to uh, verse. And in turn, he lived. Now look at it, verse 27. And all the days of Methuselah was 969 years and he died. So now, at the time of Noah's birth, Methuselah was 369 years. At the time of Noah's birth, Methuselah, because you see in verse 30, it says, Lamech lived and begat Noah 309 and 5 years after sons and daughters. So, Observe that the flood came when Noah was 600 years old too. The flood also came when Noah was 600 years old. If you read in Genesis 7, Genesis 8, you will see when the flood came. That Noah was already 600 years. Now, why are people living that early, long, in those days? Why is it that people say, in those days, people could live 600 years? What happened? We will study it later. <laughs> so Methuselah died before the flood came upon the earth in the days of Noah. Now, that means, and what does Methuselah mean? It means when it dies, it shall happen. That's the meaning of Methuselah. When it dies, it shall happen. Meaning, the prophecy, the plan of God will come to pass. And that was a message for the flood in Noah's days. So because of the death of Methuselah came the flood of Noah. So now, what is the significance of Methuselah's long life 
and Methuselah's death, it was to explain the long-suffering of God. All of those details in scriptures are very vital. Are you learning something? Today is not a day of uh, Bible doctrine. When we get to Bible doctrine, I will explain it very well. Those details really matter in scripture. So why did, so if somebody say, why did Methuselah live that long? It was to explain to you the long suffering of God. Because his name means when he dies, it shall happen. So that means when he dies, what will happen? The flood will happen. So it was immediately Methuselah died, the flood happened. So that shows, we can simply say, the reason for Methuselah being alive was to prevent the flood from happening. Are you seeing it? was to prevent destruction, was to prevent everything. So all of those details really matters in scriptures. And we will look at that much later. Today is not the day. So back to our Enoch walk with God. So it suffice to say that Enoch believed in the promise of God. He walked with God. He believed in the message. He believed in the promise. And he also, the most important thing that Enoch did was to preach the same to his generation. He preached the same to his generation. He has seen what his father has done, Cain, right? Now, he now stood up, walked with God, preached to his own father, Lamech, right? Methuselah, the same. Noah, look at the generations. They all walked with God. So, Noah, we can call Noah God's spokesperson, warning them. Or in Enoch, sorry, warning them about the judgment, condemnation of sin that is unbelief towards the word of God. So Enoch sat and functioned as God's prophet. He walked with God. So what's the significance? So a lot of people that used to go to all those mystery books to go and look for the book of Enoch, to go and look for those things, they are not serious. If only they can study the scripture where we will see the importance of what the scripture wants us to know about Enoch. Are you learning what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Hey, there are lost books. There's a book called the book of Enoch. There's a this. This is the detail the Bible wants us to know. He walked with God. He served as God spoke man. So look at in Genesis 5 verse 23. Genesis 5 23. It says, And all the days of Enoch was 365 years. This states clearly that all the days of Noah was still in Jennifer. In other words, Enoch died. Now, listen. Look at it too. All the days of Enoch was 365 years. He died, and let me tell you, it was known in history that he died. Look at the next verse. This is something that people now get confused. That, okay, 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 what happened? You've, if you've read pre the precedence of scripture, when they tell you these are all your days on earth, what does it mean? You have died now. Are you seeing it? Now the next verse now confuses everybody. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Now, it is evident that Enoch was a unique character, which we cannot dispute. But the writer did not record Enoch's death, even though an allusion was already made to it, because he died. But the author wrote it that way to teach us the resurrection of the saints. That there will be a day Christ will come and take us all. So when you see Paul telling us, when the trumpet will sound and those who are dead in Christ will appear, 
What's he talking about? He's showing us what happened with Enoch. So, Enoch in scripture, there is no much details about Enoch in scripture because of the way he was represented in Genesis. So, Enoch walked with God. Now, now, what does that walking with God mean? We said he has believed the message, right? Can we say you have started a journey now by believing the gospel? Yes, right, guys? Yes, sir. He has preached the gospel to his generations, right? Yes, right, guys? Yes, sir. Now, back to Abraham that we started with. Go to Genesis 17, verse 1. Do you understand Enoch now? Yes, sir. Do you guys understand Enoch? The world will study it even much more later as we, as we approach Bible study more. Today is not day of doctrine. I just want to exhort you today and exhort you. Genesis 17 verse 1, it says, And Abraham was 90 years old, and the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Do what? Walk before me and be what? Be thou perfect. Observe the instances where God spoke about this walk. You are still looking at this walk. Look at Genesis 24. Genesis 24 verse 40. Genesis 24 verse 40. Genesis 24 verse 40. He says, let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. And he said unto them, the Lord whom before I do what? I walk. We send his angel before thee. He says, the Lord whom before I walk. Now, look at Genesis 48, verse 15. Genesis 48, verse 15. Genesis 48, verse 15. What did we say the title of our message is this afternoon? What in we go? Genesis 48, verse 15. He says, And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did what? Did walk. So, the land of promise, the sacred place, the spirit, the rest of God, has its kind of conduct that is distinct from the flesh. The children of Israel were instructed to walk in the Lord's commandments. They were instructed to walk in the Lord's commandments. Let me show you one of the things they were instructed not to do. Look at in Leviticus 18 verse 14. Leviticus 18 verse 14. Leviticus 18 verse 14. It says, Thou shalt not uncover the nakedness of thy father's brother. Thou shalt not approach his wife, for she is thy aunt. Look at in Deuteronomy 5 verse 33. Deuteronomy 5:33. You should be fast in opening the scriptures. You are a man of God. Are you there already? You should be fast. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Deuteronomy 5 verse 33. No, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Everybody, one, two, ready, go. Ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you. That's what? You will live and it shall be well with you and ye may prolong your days in the land which ye shall possess. It says ye shall walk. So this walk is seen as the conduct, conduct of these men or their wives. Is seen as the conduct. 
So having seen the connection between earth and heaven, or earth as God's projected sacred place, Eden and all of those things, man is instructed to walk with God. To walk and keep his commandments. Look at how God described his people. Look at how God described Israel. Exodus 2 verse 23. Exodus 2 verse 23. Exodus 2 verse 23. Exodus 2 23. You should be there already. He says, And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Egypt sighed by reason of bondage, and they cried. And their cry came up to God by reason of their bondage, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God looked upon the children, and God had respect unto them. He says, God had respect unto them. Look at in Exodus 3 verse 7. Exodus 3 verse 7. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry by reason of their tax master, for I know their sorrow. Look at in Exodus 19 verse 5. We are still approaching how God sees his people. He looks at them with respect. And he wants men to walk with him. Look at in Exodus 5, 19 verse 5. And now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed. Now we have said voice is them walking, right? If ye will obey my voice indeed and keep my commandment, ye shall be what? You shall be what? A glad treasure unto me above all the people for the what? Look at verse 6. What did he say? One to ready go. A kingdom of priests and an holy nation. And they are the words which thou hast spoken unto the children of Israel. Do you know by reason of us being born again, we are already this. Look at how Peter explained it in First Peter. I was trying not to get to the New Testament, but let's go there. Let's go to First Peter. Let's see how Peter explained it. That same text. First Peter 2, verse 9. First Peter 2, verse 9. Are you there? First Peter 2, verse 9. You should be there. It says, want to ready go? But ye I was chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, right? A peculiar people. Let's read it together. Show for the praises of him that has what? Called you into his marvelous life. In verse 10, what did he say? But ye are now the people of God, which had obtained mercy, but now have obtained Dearly beloved, I beseech you. As strangers and pilgrims. What did he do? He says what? Abstain from fleshly laws, which is war against your soul. So we have been bought. We are a chosen nation, a peculiar people. So this refers to the nation of Israel. So uh, Peter brought this from the narration of the children of Israel. Look at in Deuteronomy 14 verse 2. Let me show you another part again. Deuteronomy 14 verse 2. Are you learning something? The Thalonomy 14, verse 2. You should be there already. It says,
What did he say? Let's read it together. For thou art an holy people unto God, and the Lord has what? Chosen thee to be a what? A peculiar people unto himself, above what? All nations that are upon the earth. Look at Deuteronomy 26, verse 18. So is that what, is, can we say that's what Peter was talking about? Look at Deuteronomy 26, verse 18. All right, let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. And the Lord has avouched thee this day to be what? Clear people, as he has promised thee that thou should what? Keep his all his what? Commandment. Look at it, verse 19. Thy above all nations are what? No, no. And thou mayest what? Be holy unto the Lord thy God as he has what? So is that what Peter was talking about? Yes, sir. So we have been made that by reason of us being born again. By reason of us being born again. You also see Psalm 78 verse 71. So Israel is chosen of God to act as an image corporately. But we have been also chosen by us being born again. You will see in verse, look at Genesis 18, verse 18. Let's go there. Genesis 18, 18. Genesis 18, verse 18. Genesis 18, verse 18. It says, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be what? Blessed in him. And I says, for I know he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment and the Lord may bring upon Abraham that he has spoken of him. He says he will command. That word command is from the Hebrew of Thesav. T-S-A-V-A-H. It means it implies to constitute, to enjoy, to appoint, to order. It's like, it's like a way of teaching, an instruction, a mode of life. Look at in Genesis 26 verse 2. I'm trying to bring it home now to let it make sense. Genesis 26 verse 2. And the Lord appeared unto him. And said, Go not down into Egypt and dwell in the land which I tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee, and I will give and for unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham my father. In verse 4, he now says, I will multiply, I will make thy seed multiply as the stars of the heaven, and I will give thy seeds all these countries, and thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. And that says, And Abraham did what? Obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandment, my statutes, and my what? My laws. So this clearly shows that the mandate confirmed on Abraham as a progenitor of Israel as a nation, he was given the responsibility to propagate this work. Abraham was given that responsibility to propagate the work. So now, therefore, working with God is working in the spirit. Working with God is working in the spirit. 
So walking in the spirit today is the image of God. Is the way God will fulfill his plan on earth. Is the way God will multiply. That is the man being born again will multiply and fill the earth. So walking in the spirit encapsulates the believer's conduct. It encapsulates the believer's conduct. What does work in now? Let's go to Galatians 5 verse 16. Galatians 5 verse 16. Let's start bringing it home now. We said walking with God, right? Do you notice that when you see, when you read the whole test, when you when you read the old testament, you will find out walking with God. But when you come to the new, it's as though you won't find walking with God. You will now find walking in the spirit. So it's a showing to you that a man who will walk with God. We walk in the spirit. So that means, firstly, he's already born again, right? He has believed the gospel. He has the mind of God on his heart. What's the mind of God? The plan to fill the nations, right? Just like Abraham, just like our Enoch preached to his generations, just like our Abraham also preached to his generation, he has the mind to fill the earth with the gospel, right? Right, guys? Are you understanding this? But that man must walk in the spirit. Look at Galatians 5, verse 16. Galatians 5, verse 16. We need to understand what it means to walk with God. He says, this then I say, walk in what? The spirit, and ye shall not walk, fulfill the lust of the flesh. And I explain to you, if you have listened to our series on walking in the spirit, I explain to you, I say, walk implies to tread on a path. That is, it's like saying there's a stretch road there, and you're just walking on it, walking on it, to tread on that path. That's the word walk. To conduct oneself in a manner. To conduct yourself in a manner. So, the, the term walking with the Spirit implies to conduct one's thoughts, to conduct one's lifestyle from the Spirit. So, to walk with God means to walk with the Spirit, right? It means you will conduct your thoughts, you will conduct your lifestyle according to a path that has been created for you. And that part was created for you the very day you got born again. So, as believers, we are just to follow the path that has been created for us. Is it making sense? Am I making sense to you? So, just as working with a close friend requires no to many other things. Many a times, we are walking with you. You know, you see, when you're holding somebody's hands and you're walking, actually, those of us, we're doing prayer work, we're walking on a path, right? A path has already been created on the road, right? Did somebody not move your path? You move, you take the person's hand and you go to another person. <laughs> so just as walking with a close friend requires saying no to many other things. You know, sometimes when you're in a relationship with somebody or when you're in a relationship, the person tells you, I don't like this. You have to change. Right? All of you just became quiet. Hypocrites. <laughs> Hypocrites. Everybody just mellow. What was Pastor saying? Are you like. You will say no 
to some things. So working with God requires that. You let go of anything that will be of a distraction to you. Because both of you, are you seeing it? Both of you are already working on a path, right? And he created the path for you. On that path that he has created for you, you are going to conduct your thoughts, conduct your thinking, conduct your lifestyle according to the path he has created. So, in Amos 3 verse 3, look at Amos 3 verse 3. Let's look at something there. Amos 3 verse 3. So, I say, what is Amos? So, I say, who is Amos? Amos is your brother. Amos 3 3. I'll wait for you because I know some of you will still check the table of contents. Amos 3 3. Amos 3 3. Are you there? Ah, Bromachi is there. Oh, wow. I like that. He wants to work with God. <laughs> Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Can two walk together? I said, what? Can two walk together except they walk? No. Many of us, we want to walk with God, but we don't want to agree with Him. God said, don't do it. You said, no, I will do my own. You see his structure. They tell you, don't do that thing. You say, no, I'm not going to agree with you. So you know what is happening? Let's mirror it this way. Let's mirror it this way. Imagine you're at a, a job place and you did not follow all the rules in your job. What's the next thing? They sack you. Many of us, we are like that as Christians. We are not following our walk with God. We are just looking. It's like God is walking in front. You are just there. Be going. Just be going. Be going. <laughs> to walk with God means you will align your thoughts. You will align your will. With his will. How many of you notice that as you were praying, new thoughts, new desires came to your heart? Let me see your hands. How many of you notice that? How many of you notice that new mindsets came to your mind? I mean, let, me, let me see your hands. How many of you, you got a wisdom? You, you, you knew I'm not going to do that again. Let me see your mind. You know, I told you when I was teaching you praying like Jesus that when you pray, you are fulfilling what? God's plan on it. So he says, can these two work together? Who is the two? You and the Holy Ghost. You know, he told us in John 14, he will send another comforter, which will do what? Abide in you what? Forever. So, there is an Holy Ghost already with you. Are you allowing the Holy Ghost lead you or you are leading the Holy Ghost? Some of you are leading the Holy Ghost. Some of you want to take a plan, a direction. 
You don't consult God first. Ah, bro, sis, you are doomed. You are leading yourself. Some of you want to, you want to go in this direction. You don't ask God, Lord, what do you think about this? And you say you want to walk with God. That's not how to walk with God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He says, look at what he told Abraham. Walk before me and be thou perfect. That means you will walk in the spirit. So to walk with God means you and God are in agreement about your life. You and God are in agreement about your life. I want to travel to that country. Is God in agreement with it? I want to take that job. Is God in agreement with it? Because many of us, we do things impulsively. Then you take a job, you take something that will not let you come to church again, you do something that will just, you will just be focused on money, and you say, God is happy. No, bro, sis, God is not happy. That's not how to walk with God. So I will ask you a question, and you will write this down. Look at your life. Is God in agreement with all your decisions? Ask yourself that. I'll give you one minute to do it. Because this is a conference that must change your life. Ask yourself, my job, my career, my future, my plans, my relationships. Anytime you say relationship, a lot of people just think romantically. No, that's not it. Friendship means relationship. Different things, your circle, even your social media content, your different, what you have on your phone, is God in agreement with it? I'll give you a minute. Think. If no, before this conference ends, ensure you find out God's plan concerning it. There are things you will have to drop. There are things you will not do again. In Amos 33, it says, Can these two work together? Except they'd be what? They'd be agreed. You don't have to be perfect. God is not, see, let me tell you, look at me, everybody. God is not looking for perfect people. If He was looking for perfect people, He would have created us as a spirit. As year, so we'll just be blowing. No, he created us as human, and human beings will make mistakes. Now, mistakes is not an excuse, too. Don't get what don't get it wrong, too. Mistake, too, is not also an excuse to walk with God, is because you are a man, and he likes that you are a man. He knows that you want to take a decision. The reason he gave you a will and a choice is just so that you can honor him with it. Your choice, your will is not to rebel against him. 
a lot of people have now used that their will and choice to say, I believe I'm an atheist. No, that's not why he gave us. He gave us that so that single-handedly we can say, Lord, I worship you. Lord, I honor you. Lord, it is you and I all the days of my life. Lord, I give you my plans. Lord, I give you my will. Lord, I subject this to you. Lord, before I go in that direction, do you want me to go? Lord, So, so a lot of people have several attempts to work with God, but so many distractions of this world is keeping them busy. So many. Now, these days, our phone has hindered us from working with God. Our phone has hindered us from working with God. Our phone has hindered us on working with God. Many people spend more time TikToking. And you know, see, I remember there was a day I did a scan on myself. I said I want to pray. Now, I'll be honest with you. I mean, this is a minister's conference, so we, we, are, we are all brothers and sisters here. I said I want to pray. Let me quickly check my phone and come back. Men and brethren, four hours. I'm not joking. Four, four to five hours, I did not drop the phone until the thing show low battery mode. <laughs> ah, I wanted to pray. I started from WhatsApp, responded to message. I moved to it. Twitter. I like Twitter a lot. It's my best social media. If you want to see my true form, go to Twitter. No go and look for me. <laughs> I will not follow you. <laughs> I like Twitter because that's where you see all the trendy issues, all the gist happening in the world. Everything in the world is on Twitter. It's not on Instagram. Instagram is just pictures. You want to see what happened to Obama? What is going on with Donald Trump? What's going on with uh, one musician? What's going on? Just go to Twitter. There's somebody who started a trend and ready to discuss. So you just be reading. Eh? Wow. Wow. I remember in my days, now nah, God has forgiven me. I, I, I'm not more a troublemaker. In my days of trouble, really? I would I would comment. What say ye? I would type my own thread. Take one, take two, take three. Give them until my pastor called me one day. I was commenting on one celebrity's picture. I said, you're my crush. I started calling the girl, egg baby. My pastor said, ah, ah, bro, emoji. Friendship with the world is enmity before God. How did you see this post, sir? I must say, sir. Can't we reach the word? He said, not this word. <laughs> Since then, ah, I knew my life was followed. I started minding my business. I remember. 
after WCC, just like a meeting like this, my friend, Daniel, he went to start writing trade. Take what? Entertainment in ministry. Why should people be doing comedy in church? This and that. Pastor just messaged him. Daniel, who is your pastor? The guy just locked down from Twitter <laughs> and never returned for one month. He saw it all, but he said, if his pastor mistakenly knows about that, <laughs> he's doomed. He started shaking. He said, hey, I don't enter. I've entered my home. I said, what about, what about? He said, I've deleted my Twitter. I am not coming to see. He said, anything is going on Twitter, just be typing me. Don't be sending me the message. <laughs> so, our phone. So, that day, I moved from WhatsApp to Twitter. Then I said, let me quickly check something on Instagram. Ah, that's how I stayed there. Looking at the reels. He's just swiping. You know, the, thing, the only problem with that is swipe. As you say, you want to stop, you just say another one. There's one I've been watching. This CBS, uh, CBS update, Champions League, Kate Abdo, and my uh, Henry Thierry. Do you guys watch it? Those guys are very interesting. <laughs> they are the ones that have filled my TikTok these days. They say, I'm Kate Abdo from the studio. Uh, Mike Thierry, Champions League winner. Uh, Carry, carry this Champions League and Michael this, not a Champions League winner. And the, the whole conversation is just so fun. I, rem I remember I clicked on the CBST and I said, I'm screwing. I went to the last. <laughs> there was one guy I, I cut out on, on, on TikTok. The guy was just too funny. I said, okay, let me check his page. I swiped. Till I finished all his videos since 2022, 2021, I did not know. Ah! I looked at my life. I said, yeah! Am I not doomed like this? How do you want to walk with God? Like that? It's not possible, bro. Let's not deceive ourselves. Because man is a product of influence. All of those things you have watched will influence you. You will not know. You two, you will come to service. I'm Kate Abdo. <laughs> She's a good woman. <laughs> you will not know. Man is a product of influence. So, working with God is not a mystery. It starts from that thing called money, devotion, or quiet time. Do you spend time praying and feeding on the word personally? Personally. That thing you did, that, that thing that old timers call quiet time. Where you just listen to the word, pray, meditate, the Lord speaks to you, you minister to the Lord, you worship the name of the Lord. It is a time in the day you are either praying and studying the word of both. You are praying, you speak, you reading, you listening to the word. And that is a proof of fellowship with the Lord. So waking up to do this means you have a relationship. You have a priority. Dropping your phone and spending two hours, one hour, three. It means you have a priority with this person. But many of us, as we are praying, we are still scrolling. You, you will not say shukudu, you will look at it again. 
눈 아래 
So, for which things sake the wrath of God, comment on the children of the disobedience. In verse 7, it now says, In what? In which ye what? Also walked sometimes when ye what? Lived in them. So, are you returning back to your old life before you got born again? Some of you are born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. You still want to return back to that life? No! You have already started on this journey. You started on a path. So, like I said, to walk with God in the New Testament is often referred to walking in the Spirit. Romans 8 verse 4. Romans 8 verse 4. Romans 8 verse 4. So, do you submit your thoughts? Do you submit your will? Do you submit your emotions for the Lord to lead you? Look at what it says. It says, but the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Who walk not after what? The flesh, but what? After the spirit. So are you walking in the spirit? So to walk with God means we choose to glorify him in every way we can. In our thoughts, in our actions, in our speech. Are you using coarse words? Do you easily get angry? Are you still that believer? Who's this, who is very nonchalant? I don't care about the saints. Don't have honor. And it must show in our deed. So they say it's a personal cause, it's a personal commitment. So I will ask you a question as I begin to close gradually. Are you working with God? So there's a cost to it. Working with God means we cannot work with evil people. We cannot work with evil companions. Working with God. Look at it in 2 Corinthians 6. Go to 2 Corinthians 6. Working with God means our friends will change. 2 Corinthians 6. Look at it, what it says in verse 14. 2 Corinthians 6. 2 Corinthians 6. Let's read down. Let's read it. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Are you there? Are you there, guys? It says, Be not be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship as righteousness and unrighteousness, and what communion as light with darkness, verse 15, and what concord as Christ with Belia, or what part as he with an e with our parts at e with that believer with an infidel. Look at what he now says in verse 16. Let's read it together. For what agreement at the temple of God? For he at the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will do what? And what? So walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. So you can't be friends with unbelievers. I'm not saying you should not relate. I'm not saying you should not walk with them at work. I'm not saying you should not have conversations because you are obviously going to preach with them. Preach to them. Are you getting what I'm saying? But why are they big? Why is an unbeliever your best friend? It's, you can't walk with God like that. He says, can these two walk together? I said they be agreed. And you have another force pulling you. Who is darkness? Who is giving you? You hope you know that. I told you, man is a product of evil. Who is giving you his own thoughts? So you are hearing God's thoughts. You are also hearing your friend's thoughts. You are picking your friend's action, picking your friend's uh, 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 mindset, and you also want to pick God's own. <laughs> you, you will stumble on the physical one you see now. 
Hope you know. You will stumble to follow the physical one you are seeing. These things are no mystery. So to walk with God, we will leave our sinful flesh away. Play for me, I close. We don't seek to please our sinful flesh. Many of us have desires. Let's look at it. Romans 13 verse 14. Romans 13 verse 14. Romans 13 verse 14. Let's see what it says. One, two, ready, go. Romans 13 verse 14. Look at what it says. Romans 13 verse 14. It says, but let's start from verse 13. Let us what? Walk honestly as in the day, right? And not in rioting and in drunkenness, not in what? Shambling, wantonness, and not in strife, right? And in envy. But what did he say? Put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not what? Provisions for the flesh to what? Fulfill the loss of the flesh. So we don't live to please our sinful flesh. We seek to eliminate that from our lives because it will enhance our work with God. So brethren, I challenge you this afternoon, this evening, Walk with God. God wants to have a personal relationship with you. Look at in Rubus 12 verse 2. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We can even apply 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31. Yeah. Look at 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31. Are you learning something this evening? So are you submitting your thoughts, your will, your action? Let's apply it. Look at what it says in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31. It says, whether therefore we eat or drink, it says, all whatsoever you do, do all to what? The glory of God. So, is God's way reflecting in your thoughts? Is God's way, God's life reflecting in your thoughts? Is God's way, God's life reflecting in your actions? Is God's way, God's thoughts, your motivation? Are you following His choices? Are you spending time with Him? Or you are spending time on your phone? You can't say you want to walk with God. And all you spend time with is your phone. Frivolities, game, Netflix. Those things are not bad. You should do them but put a caution to it. Are you hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying you should not use your phone. But apply caution. Don't let it betate your life. Do you know? Many people, the reason they can't serve God today it's just because of a gadget. A man-made thing that we perish. This is how I see life, let me tell you. I sat down one day and I thought about it. This iPhone we are trying to buy every year. Is this how we are going to be buying it for life? You know, me, I told myself, I used to, like, I used to catch up. 
I used to be that person. I like gadgets so much. I love Apple. So I used to try to catch up as they release a phone and buying it. I said, I just told myself, these people are dictating my life. They are dictating my finances. I mean, I don't like buying on credit. I buy it in full because I travel a lot. So that any country I get to, I will not say, they will not say you, should not, you can't use your phone here. Your phone is out of service. I just told myself, ah, so is this how I'm going to be living my life? They're going to be dictating my finances every September. They're going to be dictating my, so I will start saving, 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 saving. 1,500. Every September. Pew. Or what? On an iPhone. And, do, and you know the funniest thing? If you are using the, late, the former version, they will upgrade that one. So you can it's still the same thing. The only thing is the camera face is different. Ah. See, Benjamin, you know, five years ago, there was no TikTok. Or it was not as popular as it is. Wash out. Another one is coming. It doesn't stop because it's the devil's word. It doesn't stop. You know, when I was growing up, there was I remember when Facebook came out. It was good. Was it not 2008? It came. When was Facebook created? Was it 2008? Was it was it 2009? I think 2008, right? I don't know. I don't know the exact year. But I remember. It was my friend, Jura. He opened the account for me. He said, bro, you have to be on Facebook. In fact, I, I, I feel like he still knows my password to today. He just went to a cyber cafe. I remember then, we didn't have access to the internet then. We used to go to cyber cafe, you would buy time. I don't remember those days. That's why you got to play GTA. You got to play GTA, dear. You got to play. He said, ah, you got you to fight. He said, let's bet. You gotta play GTA in cyber cafe, so you buy one hour. They'll give you assignment. You say, Lyle, you quickly use 10 minutes to do assignment. You say, you are researching. The other times, you use it to do GTA or look for things that are lost. You just be Googling things. What's my name? When you see that your time still remains 20 minutes and you don't know what to do again, you say, What's my name? Google. Now, let's see. There's not AI. Hey. <laughs> Chat cheat, I mean, chat GPA, GTB, I mean, whatever it is. So now, if you want to do your assignment now, Alpha, <laughs> I'm happy though. At least all my programs, they let me do it. <laughs> but brethren, it doesn't, the, the, the cravings doesn't stop. Are you seeing it, guys? It doesn't stop. I can't imagine that when I was younger, there will be a device that I can check and track my walking step and see how many calories I burnt all through the prayer session. You know, many a times when I'm praying, I deliberately wear my watch so I see how many calories I burnt. I don't know about you, but me, I burnt up to 700. So I thought I was like, ah, good. I'm healthy. I can't imagine. What? It's a book is that same works for us then. And they'll just give you now imagine. Maybe in the next 10 years, we'll just tap our the clock will come. The cravings does not stop. It does not. And you know what it does? 
hindering us from having a closer intimacy with God. That's why it seems like, look at something, everybody look at me. That's why it seems like we keep talking about, if you notice that, in this our generation, we keep talking about the years of glory that has happened before. That great men of God, they did something before. Great men of God, they did something. You know why? Because in our own generation, there's so many things. In their own generation, there's no distraction. I remember I grew up. TV station closes at 12 a.m. That's all. Once they close and they did arise so called patriot. That's all. They don't do shh. <laughs> the thing will just lose signal. Now, every TV station is 24 hours. Netflix. I remember I googled something one time. How many TV, how many films are on Netflix? I've forgotten the number. Thousands. Some people are trying to do Guinness Book of Record of highest person to steam <laughs> to watch Netflix. Some people, there's no show on Netflix they've not finished. As it's coming out, they are watching. And you say you want to work with God. Ah, I'm, me, I will still watch shows. So don't, don't, don't get what you're saying. What I'm saying, I'm not saying you get back home now, you're not gonna become an alien. You look at it and say, mm, sinner. That's not what I'm saying. I will still watch soccer, I will still watch Mayu. But I will not watch Mayu when I have a service. Are you seeing the difference? I will not watch Mayu when I know that this is my prayer time. I put restraint to some of, the, some of these things. So that's why sometimes I go and check the fish. I have Premier League on my I gotta check all the fish. Okay, I'll fix my time. Okay, okay. This one, this is the time they are playing. Okay, I cannot meet this one. Okay, I cannot meet this one. I arrange myself. You have to learn to put caution. Anything you are doing and you cannot restrain yourself. It's a terrible thing. So that's why it is not difficult identify those who walk with God. It's not difficult. Because the Bible says, by their fruit you shall know them. They produce the fruit of the Spirit. What's the fruit of the Spirit? Love. When you spend time with God so much, some things will come in. You will just naturally be a loving person. You will have joy. You will just be naturally joyful. You will just be somebody that is easily bitter, angry. Leave me alone. Uh, Why are you touchy? For what? You'll be meek, temperance. You have self-control because you are walking with the Spirit and you are walking with God. So when we walk with God, so it's possible for us to walk with God in this world, despite our imperfections, despite everything that God has done for us despite our being human we can walk with God I'll close this way I saw this quote and I love it the height of walking with God is that a man's life becomes a compendium of revelation knowledge so that means his life is practically being lived with the knowledge of what he's learning the scriptures are being further understood in his words in 
his teachings, life and approaches. The knowledge and counsel of God is understood more by looking into his life and works. I also have this quote by Jackson Askell. It's a key to working with God and seeing fruitfulness is that number one, you are quick to believe God's word. You are quick to repent and you are quick to forgive. So are you quick to always repent? When you see that you've done something wrong, do you just, do you quickly acknowledge that Lord, I'm sorry? Or you just tell yourself, I'm forgiving in Christ. Forgiving. Forgiving. 100% salvation guaranteed. Or you are somebody that still says, Lord, I know. I, I did it there. I, I, I took, I was faster than you. I'm sorry. Do you acknowledge God in your thoughts, in your actions, in your ways? So are you saying that walking with God is not a mystery, right? So when you hear an Enoch walk with God, I think it makes sense now, right? Why about you just pray for yourself? I believe that as you pray this evening, just now, the Spirit of God will minister things to you. Keep playing for me, please, as you pray too. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself that my walk with God is fresher. I'm quick to believe. I'm quick to make adjustments. Quick to repent. I acknowledge you in all my ways. I submit my thoughts, my will, my actions to you, Lord. Pray for yourself. Since can these two work together? Except they be agreed. Pray. Lift your voices. Your life is very important. You came for your life to be changed in this meeting. You came for your life to be changed in this meeting. You are hearing what God wants you to hear. God wants you to have a work with Him. Too much TikTok is too bad. Put a restraint on it. Put caution to things. Put caution to your phone. Put caution to that worldly activities around you. Put caution. Put caution. Put caution. Put caution to it. Put caution to it. Put restraints. Restraints to your relationships. You know who you are talking to, who you are, who you are being friends with. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray. Lift your voice. This is not the time to sleep. Ah. You can't pray all the while and be sleeping now. This is the answer to the prayers you are praying. Some things as you are praying, the Lord will minister to you. The Lord will minister to you on that thing you are doing wrong. The Lord will minister to you on that thing. Walking with God. Says an Enoch walk with God. I'm praying that I walk with God too. Pray for yourself, brethren. Pray. I want to walk with God. I want to walk with God. Lord, I want to walk with you. Pray for yourself. Keep playing for me. Keep playing for me.
sure you are quick to repent make adjustments on those areas the Lord is showing you about your life tell the Lord you are sorry don't be too proud you came to meet with God in this meeting for yourself this evening be quick to repent make adjustments you want to walk with God you want to walk with God you want to walk with God pray, 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 pray pray the Lord is correcting your heart changing your heart changing your ways this evening make adjustments the fleshly lust is gone from your life you have restraints you have caution oh shaman pray 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 